1966, nearly 60 years ago, the Beatles were at their peak. Batman was the number one show on I was born. TV. Star Trek debuted. <laughs> and that was a, a, a low watermark at the time for homicides in Detroit. It was. And on the uh, WJR Live line is the man who plays a crucial role. In making sure our city is safe, leading the men and women of the Detroit Police Department, as well as partnering with community groups and state and federal law enforcement, is, according to Mayor Duggan, the finest police chief in America, Detroit Police Chief James White. Chief, it's good to have you back on JR Morning. Good morning. Happy New Year to you all. You know, you said yesterday at the press conference that it was it was more of a thank you to all the people who collaborated with you to bring these crime numbers down. Yeah, it is. That's what yesterday was about. It really thanking uh, the men and women that, that do this incredible work, uh, members of the Detroit Police Department and our federal, state and, and local partners. It was just, uh, you know, a time that I wanted to pause and say just thank you uh, for what's been accomplished. You know, and we delve into the numbers now. Homicides down 18 percent, non-fatal shootings down 15.8 percent, over 1,250 illegal weapons off the street. These are Really impressive, uh, Chief. Uh, talk about the strategies that led to this success. Well, you know, it's a, it's a multi-layered approach. I mean, we we we've talked quite a bit about our twelve-point strategy, where we focus on, you know, uh, crowd management, large numbers of groups that get together for parties and other uh, events. Um, but then we talk about the quality of life issues, the the proactive patrols. Um, Hotspot policing, where you you focus on areas where you know. Uh, have an uptick in crime, particularly during the summer months or summer surge. And then there's the more, much more comprehensive strategies of, of using technology uh, to uh, analyze evidence, such as NIBIN, uh, our green light partners uh, utilizing the green lights. Uh, and, and when there is a crime committed to quickly and effectively uh, pursue the perpetrator, uh, it's the work that our federal partners do, uh, the, the incredible work of the U.S. Attorney, uh, taking on, you know, very violent offenders and charging them federally. Uh, it, it's it's the courts getting back to work after COVID and 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 going back to to what they were and 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 you know before COVID, with the the impact of COVID on the court system was just something that we never thought we would have have to deal with. And uh, the chief judge uh, talked about it yesterday. How you know they're now uh, reducing their backlog and the 36 district court reducing their backlog to, uh, you know, really below pre-COVID numbers. And then uh, certainly, um, you know, we, the Wayne County Executive and our FAST team and, and all of that, and then the, the work of the prosecutor. Uh, mm-hmm. Madam Prosecutor has just been amazing. Um, you know, training our detectives uh, and, and giving us the opportunity to sit down with, with her personally as well as her prosecutors to talk about some of the things we could do better with regards to case preparation and things like that. So, you know, I can go on and on, but I know that, you know, you, you asked a simple question, and it, it really is all of that coming together at the right time to do what we, you know, something that I haven't seen in my entire career. I've only been here 28 years, um, and when you talk about the type of numbers that we're seeing, um, it, it's just amazing. And, and, and it's, it's about the officers, and it's about our community. We could not do what we do without our community. Uh, Chief, you said that there's still a lot more work to be done. I'm sure the per capita, homicide per capita, is higher than you want it to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to, to look at, I mean, if we, if we 
didn't have the, the types of reductions we have right now, we would be having a very different conversation. And I know that folks like to, to, to talk about that per capita number, uh, but I'm talking about lives being saved. I mean, when you're talking about, you know, uh, people not having to bury a loved one, the statistics mean nothing, but when you associate them with, with people, it then starts to illuminate exactly what you're talking about. And you look at, uh, you know, 31% since 2020 reduction uh, in non-fatal shootings. You know, you, you, you're talking about uh, for this year alone, 804 non-fatal shootings. Um, you know, that, that number, if, if you look at what it was last year and you look at, uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it was around 900, 950, 950 something like that. And you, you consider the fact that a non-fatal shooting is, is essentially a failed homicide, right? So that's, that's less bullets going in the people. That's, mm-hmm. that's over 100 less bullets entering bodies. Then you look at the 50-plus the reduction in, in people being murdered in our city, and that's 50 less moms, husbands, sisters, yeah. you know, burying someone, uh, you know, sons and daughters. Now you start to, to see exactly what this means. But, yeah, I mean, the per capita number is, is one thing. And no one, please, no one's doing the victory lap when you still got over 200 people sure. shot in your city, 252 people exactly mm-hmm. uh, are precisely shot in our city. It's just too much violence, too many guns, too many mm-hmm. kids getting them, too many people making poor decisions. Uh, so we're not taking a victory lap, but we're certainly going to look at this as, you know, hey, things are going in the right direction. What can we do better? But to your point, that non-fatal shooting number shows that fewer people are reaching for a gun to settle their differences or over territory in a drug war or something like that. And that that is something that we can point. And that's what the number that impressed me the most. We've seen other uh, visions from other cities, San Francisco, Chicago, elsewhere, where we see the, these massive smash and grab retail fraud operations, which which lends to this image of our urban environments being lawless. Give us a sense. Take us behind the violent crime numbers into the property crime numbers and things like that. How are we doing on that front in Detroit? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and you know, we have had. Uh, good success with our relationships with our community. Um, our, our community says we're not going to ha- we're not going to tolerate that, and we we know without them we we wouldn't be successful. So when you talk about the smashing grabs and things like that, we do a lot of proactive things. We've got a great relationship with our downtown business partners, where the where the large number of our businesses are. Um, and, but we also got um, the the Livernois Avenue of Fashion. I'm showing my age, what I used to call it, but um, <laughs> over here on Livernois, up of Eight Mile. Uh, extends down to like six mile. That area over there is is it's got a significant amount of development and businesses as well. And we do proactive foot patrol and things like that. But what we're going to focus on this year is those larceny crimes. We've got a lot of people moving into these apartments uh, in the downtown area and around town. Um, we've got a lot of new development going on, and we do have folks that are leaving things in the cars and they go to the games, they go to the concerts. They leave a lot in the cars. And we saw a 1% uptick in, in larcenies. Um, and we know we, we can associate that uptick with a lot of the, the events, like the, the Taylor Swift and Beyonce concerts and things like that. We saw a tremendous uptick in larceny from auto and B&E auto. Um, so we're going to be all over that this year. Um, we, we're, we're doing okay with the burglaries. Uh, want to do better. Um, we were pre-COVID on the burglaries. We, we saw a significant downturn in burglaries. Uh, in 20, uh, 2020, and well, obviously people are home, so less people's homes are being broken into while they're in there. But we want to get to the point where uh, the the 
the prop the the uh crimes such as property crimes, B and E's, uh and and uh auto theft, that's what I was trying to get to. Are seeing the same significant downturns. Those are the gonna be the focus areas uh this uh surge uh season. Um one of the things we're putting in place right now with the new officers uh that we're getting in uh is bringing back some not just the you know foot patrol going up and down the street, but proactive foot patrol in areas where we know it's likely to happen and some other things that we're going to do um, using technology. Chief, you're hiring more officers coming in, but also you have officers who have left the department who are now coming back because the mayor was able to get raises and and make that pay commensurate to what uh, they were making out in the suburbs. So that's that's another great deal. Yeah, the mayor has been just tremendously supportive of me in this department. Uh, the, on average, we're talking about a $10,000 raise for the police officers who love the city, love this job, but we're leaving for the suburbs because of the economics and uh, being able to get now uh, close to 60 back uh, from the suburban agencies and another 30 or so that are trying to come back um, where we're, we're looking at. Some will, some won't uh, for various reasons, but we've got 60 that have returned in our own, own patrol in our city. And I'm very excited about it. The raises have been amazing. Uh, and the officers, you know, shows in their work. Uh, finally, Chief, we know that spring came early uh, last year. And as a result, we saw some events in Greektown that we hadn't anticipated because we just didn't expect people to be coming back downtown that soon. What have you got planned for this spring? Well, let me tell you something. Last year, uh, that weekend caught us a little flat-footed. We were in our early spring deployment, and uh, we weren't uh, – you know, prepare, well, we were prepared for the early spring deployment, um, and that's a numbers thing. That's a, that's a process thing. Um, that's a, a proactive patrol thing. Um, we went immediately to our midsummer deployment, and we were able to get that under control. And that weekend was to, was really, you know, all we we saw in that terms of that uptick. Well, this year there is no early spring deployment with with the events that we've got downtown and all the things that we've got going on. We're going midsummer deployment, which is going to be proactive patrol. Uh, it's going to be uh, you know undercover officers in the area. Uh, it's going to be working with our businesses. It's going to be using technology. I know that it's, it's not a bad word for us uh, as long as it's used professionally and effectively uh, to keep our community safe. We're going to be doing that, uh, and we're going to be focusing on this this drag racing and drifting. Uh, we're going to be looking at speeders. Uh, if you want to come down and have a good time, whether it's downtown, whether it's at a park, have at it. Enjoy yourself. We welcome you. If you're coming down there with the fairies intent, uh, that is not the place to be. Uh, you might want to find something else to do because uh, you're going to get our full attention and the full uh, efforts of this uh, collaboration and, and effort in law enforcement. Well, Chief, we wish you well in that endeavor. We've got the NFL draft coming, a lot of high-profile events a playoff uh, game. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hopefully, a couple, maybe a couple. Yep. We'd like to see that. Uh, meantime, uh, we, as you say, this isn't a victory lap, but we can still celebrate progress. And these numbers uh, underscore really significant progress. And we appreciate your efforts and the connection that you've built with the community. It means a lot. Well, thank you very much. And uh, everyone have a happy new year. And go Lions. And go, All right, Lions. go Lions. Thanks so much. Chief James White on jr morning when we come back of the many public officials and appointed officials in washington which ones have approval ratings above 50 percent think on that a moment the answer just might surprise you that's next on jr morning